Welcome back, baseball fans. Episode 70 of Rounding Third, the baseball podcast. It pains me to say, but we can crown a 2022 World Series champion, and that is the Houston Astros getting it done. Game six in front of their fans, Minute Maid Park. The season's over. 70 episodes in. We've finished one full season, Max. Roll the intro. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. All right, Max, we're here. Officially, the season is over. You know, we last picked up, talked about the Philly games, what was going to happen going back to Houston. Astros got it done. Initial thoughts. They're the better team. Um, They showed up when they needed to. They deserve it. They had a fantastic season. They arguably the best team in baseball. Now they're rightfully crowned champs. I was rooting for the Phillies, but, you know, the Astros definitely deserve this one. Yeah, and I like your read on that. It's like I'm not really disappointed with Philly. I think they were just outclassed. I mean, they were outpitched, clearly. We saw the second no-hitter in World Series history. Their offense just showed up when it needed to, powered by Jeremy Pena as a rookie, wins the CS MVP, wins the World Series MVP. Just It is crazy to me that you lose Carlos Correa and potentially get better at that position with a rookie. That is almost unfathomable when Carlos Correa is the top three at his position. Um, Incredible run there. And, you know, Houston deserved it. Look, I've had all kinds of nasty things to say about the organization. Um, Look, obviously they weren't cheating. There's not too many players that were still on, on that team from 2017. The ones that are, I don't like, but I think we had a little text exchange. I'm most happy for Dusty Baker. This was already was going to be a Hall of Famer. This solidified, certified, whatever, you know, he's had four, managed 4,000 MLB games, finally gets that World Series ring, gets it off his back. Um, It's really happy for him, Jordan, Jeremy Pena, some of those really fun young Astros, you know, got it done. and, And they were a great team, wire to wire all season. We got to see that in the World Series, and I'm not sure it mattered what National League team was there, quite frankly. They were just a perfectly built and managed baseball baseball club. Yeah, I mean, definitely happy for Dusty, most of all. I mean, nobody deserves it more than him for how many games he's managed. I think 25 years um, he's he's been a manager. Um, lots of likable guys. You know, I like Jordan Alvarez. I like Pena. Um, I, I'm sure you might have appreciated the fact that Gurriel missed game six and got dropped from the roster. Uh, it was cool to see Trey Mancini in that lineup, uh, getting a start and winning the World Series. Jeremy Pena was really terrific the whole postseason. I mean, to have a rookie with that much composure and confidence and just able to hammer the ball on the, on the biggest stage was unbelievable. And, I mean, how about Jordan? I mean, in, in the first game of their postseason this year he hits the walk-off homer against the Mariners um, and it goes kind of on a dry spell through the rest of the postseason but shows up big time in game six with the go-ahead three-run homer 
450 foot uh, mash dead center. Really amazing. Valdez pitched incredible nine Ks over six innings. I think at one point he struck out four or five in a row as he did in his first start. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I, the Astros played tremendously well and they deserve it. They deserve it. Happy for Dusty and happy for a lot of those guys. Yeah. And you know, it, it's, it's good. You you had a team have a great season. It concluded the way it was supposed to. Um, again, I know I talked about it in previous episodes by no means. This has no relation to 2017, not a correction, uh, you know, so I'm sure people were upset. I obviously wasn't cheering for them, but totally different team. And it's just so impressive what they've done to dominate six consecutive ALCS appearances. They continue to play in the World Series year over year and take it down more often than they lose it. That's incredibly impressive to do. Um, you know, it's re- it's just a really well-run organization there. Um, I expect at least Verlander to clean up some awards as well along the way. I think he's a lock for American League uh, Cy Young. Um, but just a really quality season. But I also want to make sure what's lost in this isn't like Philadelphia pet up a, a magical magical season you know at one point they fired joe girardi they're 12 and a half games back bryce harper it looks like he may not be able to play in the play the field for two months it doesn't matter they find a way they get in as a six seed they win out the national league you know after breaking the longest drought longest playoff drought in the national league they go all the way to a world series and they showed they were competitive they put up a really fun series you know they did drop three straight games um which is tough. I think that no hitter really, you get no hit at home. It's just so, so tough momentum to come back from that, but just a really incredible performance by Philly. Huge nod to Rob Thompson, who did not get nominated for NL manager of the year. Uh, incredible as an interim manager, he coached his way into a two year extension, um, deserved it. And he really put in a masterclass. Um, one last thing I want to say on Philly max. I don't remember the full list, but uh, there was, I don't know, six or seven guys that it was reported in the Philly clubhouse after game six that just sat around having a beer, just recounting the season, kind of enjoying each other's company and stuff like that. It's just really nice to hear that they were still able to kind of, you know, hey, appreciate the magical run for what it is. Like, yeah, it sucks. No one wants to lose in the World Series. You're that close. They're two games away from, you know, being a champion. But they should have really never been there. So I still think Philly put up a magical, magical run and deserves a huge tip of the cat. And they showed that that sixth seed is important. That playoff expansion matters. We saw in year one. Yeah, I mean, certainly it was a special season. Like you said, thinking back to the beginning of the year when they made those acquisitions, you know, they got Schwarber and they got Castellanos and they made these big moves to to improve their roster. And then it doesn't start out so hot. They fire Joe Girardi. They, they, you know, kind of become kind of a laughing stock, kind of a failure of a rebuild. And Rob Thompson comes in and they, they turn the whole thing around. They get in as a six seed, which like you said, but prior to this season, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs and they would have been done at the beginning of October and they would have been looking towards next season already. But because of the expanded playoffs, they're able to get in. They sweep the cards, they take down uh, the Braves, and they take down the Padres, beat three good teams, get into the Astros and make it a series, win two games, or leading the series at one point, 
and had just some great performances from a ton of guys. I mean, Bryce Harper was amazing. He was playing like Bryce Harper. Schwarber hit some huge bombs, including that game 6-1 to take the lead. And just a lot of good production from from guys like Alec Bohm, I thought played pretty well. Gene Segura, having him play in the postseason for once. Castellanos had some hard-hit balls in this game, but just kind of missed his spots at certain times. No postseason homers for him. But incredible pitching from Wheeler and Nola for the most part, and Ranger Suarez pitched incredible. Lots of good things for Philly, and they're going to be in the trade deadline. They're going to be in the free agent market. You know, People think they might go after Trey Turner and whoever it might be. It'll be interesting to see for sure, but lots of things for Philadelphia to be happy about. Um, certainly, certainly performed well above anybody's expectations to go to a game six on a World Series. It's, it's, a, it's a win of a season, no question about it. And they, they lost to the better team. Yeah, they, you know, there's not, not much more you can say about that. They, they just, you know, didn't even really get outplayed. They just got beat, better personnel. Um, you know, but magical season, I will say, Nick Castellanos, incredible defensive series for him. And he is normally a very poor defender, one of the worst defensive outfielders in baseball. Somehow he just found a way to make catches, save games, uh, make some crazy plays. So didn't notice that. Um, I know he was one of the group of guys in that little beer circle at the end. Um, yeah. So, you know, you know, I, I think the turning point in the series was definitely game five. Um, with with that close game that was kind of saved by Mancini's play and saved by McCormick's catch in center. It seemed up to that point, you know, we had two competitive games in Houston. We had the Philly montage 7-0 win in game three. Then Astros come back with the no-hitter. And then it seemed like it all rode on game five. Philly had to win it there. They had their chances. They, you know, put balls in play. And they had... You know, if it weren't for two incredible defensive plays, they have it's a different series. And I, I think when asked, the Astros were able to pull out those plays when they needed them, it was going to be tough. And, you know, we said in the last episode that it was it was going to be tough, you know, but it seemed over. And, you know, that's what happened. Um, but it was a tremendous game, a tremendous series, a tremendous playoffs, you know, lots of great moments from the playoffs and really a great season all around. And I think we got a good champion and a deserving champion. Yeah. You know, and I'm interested to see what the implications are. Cause look at this point, we're really, you know, two or three years since the whole cheating scandal going public, but about five years, four or five years since it, you know, really happened and, and stopped happening. And I wonder, you know, the Astros have played this villain role just really incredible i mean they've played into it they've continued to show up when the american league be there i just don't know if that perception is going to ease up or change at all because it's like look you boo these guys it does not work you boo them they beat you that's just like happens um so i don't know if it starts to ease and you see like look they're clearly a very great legitimate team now with totally new players you know eventually that's going to ease up i think now me personally like I'm I'm never going to forget that. I think that's a dark mark on the history of baseball. But, you know, I don't know if forgive is the right word, but, like, look, eventually everyone's going to stop talking about it. And I think this is kind of, I don't know, it feels like a closing almost of that chapter a little bit. Um, I agree. So 
we'll see how, how that all is uh, treated going forward. Uh, but, you know, hopefully Yuli Gurio has played his last MLB game. That is my hope because he is a very terrible person, very hateful person. Um, I think that's a good point about uh, it kind of being closing the chapter a little bit. I mean, it was five years ago at this point, and we've seen them succeed tremendously since then. They've been in almost every single American League Championship Series. They always seem to be competing. Um, and, and then they get, you know, their crown here. Um, and they've certainly been to the World Series since then. But to be able to win it here, you know, it, it's it's been so long since then. And it, they're such a forward-looking organization that they deserve a lot of credit for how they run things over there. And yes, the cheating scandal is a dark mark. Um, but I, I, I think it's time to put the past behind us. It's a tremendous group of players, a tremendous organization. And one thing I want to note, it, it's, I'm glad they got to win at home. Uh, that hasn't happened since 2013. The Red Sox won at home, which is kind of crazy. Um, I, I might need to be fact. Yeah, I think that's right. 2013, I read that earlier, which is you know kind of crazy that teams don't typically win at home, I mean, obviously, 2020, there wasn't really a home ballpark to win at. Globe but... Life Field, baby. I love that. <laughs> love that field. But that that was nice to see them win at home. They had their parade today. Just happy for the city of Houston. And I think this does kind of close the chapter on that dark part of history. And it's kind of funny, like, I think both these teams will be good. I mean, the Phillies are going to be in the free agent market. Like we said, they're going to go after some middle infielders. I think Gene Segura uh, was already, I, I think they declined his option or something, and he's he's going to be gone. Um, and certainly there'll be revamps in all the pitching departments. But the Astros, I mean, I don't know exactly what their free agency situation is going to be like, but they're still going to have Jordan. They're still going to have Jeremy Pena. Verlander, I assume, is going to come back for another year. And, you know, sure, he's going to be like 40 at that point, but he's going to win the Cy Young this year. He's still great. Framber Valdez, they've, they've got a lot of good players, and they always find great players to come in and replace. So I don't think this is going to be the end of the Astros by any means. I think they're going to be right back in the postseason competing for another title next year. And I like this Phillies team. I hope they're back. I think they've got a lot of exciting players. And they were fun to watch this postseason. And I think they'll be competing in the National League again with the likes of the Dodgers and the Mets, maybe Braves, Cardinals, all those teams. Um, yeah, so, I, I, I just want to say, because like, it's funny, you were like, oh, we'll see what Houston does in the free agent market. All I can think is who the hell cares? I mean, you have a stud core there regardless. They don't even need to sign anyone. And they probably are the best team in the American League uh, with just keeping the same roster. Um Philly, I think they absolutely should back up a Brinks truck to Trey Turner. I think he's the exact type of player they need. He can deliver some content, make some moves on the base, and get them a little bit of defense in the field, which they desperately, desperately need. And, I mean, if you pair him the light, you know, with Bryce Harper and Schwarber and those huge bats behind them, Hoskins, JT, I mean, it, it's a really formidable team. Already a great team. I mean, we saw them go all the way to the world series, but I think they, they really seem like they're just one piece short. Uh, I think Trey Turner would be that piece. The narrative is he wants to go East. It all yeah. kind of, you know, seems to work out. But you know, one thing about this Philly team, like you said, I hope they stay around because they're super fun. Like this was just such a fun playoff run to watch as like a 
third party or impartial fan. You know, I'm not a Philly fan. I don't really care, but just like watching the city of Philly, like rally behind them. And I wondered, cause you know, Philly's a little bit more of a football town, a little bit more, you know, 76ers, but it's like, no, you, you got to really see the diehard baseball fan base there. Again, one of the highest getting, you know, ticket prices for any world series game ever best merch record in 24 hours. So just seeing the run was super, super exciting. Um, and I'm glad we got that. We got a good World Series. We got a very exciting, action-packed postseason to cap off. It was a really magical season uh, and a season where even though there was a lockout, we didn't lose anything. Got 162 games and got a full postseason in. Uh, so really happy, really happy about that. And just the what, like, what a great end. I mean, it's tough, you know. Today was the first day it kind of hit me like, wow, there's not baseball. We're back in this yeah. lull. Luckily, pitchers and catchers report in, what, two months, two and a half months. So going to be excited about that already. Um, but just really a fun World Series all across the board. One thing, actually, this just came to my mind because I saw this video on Twitter maybe 10 minutes before we hopped on. I did not see this televised. I don't think it was. But uh, when Ryan Presley entered game six to uh, close out, absolutely electric unreal intro his intro song is god's gonna cut you down johnny cash one of my favorite songs and just hearing the whole stadium sing that as it's like this guy's gonna go like close this up and get this trophy like let's do it pretty badass um so i wish they would have televised that awesome intro um you know maybe not all the way up to edwin diaz level which by the way five-year extension for him uh announced so he's gonna be a met but uh just just really awesome environment there at Minute Maid Park. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, the only other thing I wanted to say is I think that Castellanos is going to have a great year next year. Um, I think he's too good of a player to to stay kind of in it. He didn't have a great season this year, and he certainly didn't have a good postseason. But I think, I mean, the dude batted like 309 with the Reds the year before. It's his first year with a different contract in a different city. I think he's going to come back and be a huge piece for them next year. He's too good to just fall off the map. And so, you know, getting a healthy, healthy Harper back in right field, letting Nick Castellanos play more of the DH role, I think will be great for him. And I expect him to play really well next year. And having him at full strength could be huge for them. Um, but the Astros are the World Series champion. They snapped the National League's three-year streak of winning the World Series. First American League team since the 2018 Red Sox to win the World Series. And the Astros. I mean, so, they were great. We've said it all year long. They they might be one team that never left our top five power rankings throughout the whole year with the likes of, I think, the Dodgers as well. I mean, they were there from the beginning and they're there at the end, crown the champions. Yeah, the big difference between those two organizations is one actually plays in the postseason. Um, but, Max, what is – so we're through six-game World Series. What is the defining moment to you? If there's one thing you remember two years from now, one play, one moment, what was it? It has to just – I mean, one moment it would be Albert hitting 700, but just kind of like the run that Albert Pujols went on um, – you know, some of those amazing home runs he hit on his March to 700 and his post all-star break performance, watching those games. I mean, that was unbelievable. It really was unbelievable. Um, and I would also turn to 
Oscar Gonzalez's home run was great, but his two RBI single uh, against the Yankees, like that was a moment like watching it in, as a Cleveland sports fan. That's just like, it, you'll always remember that moment and going crazy. Uh, so those two were the biggest things for me all year. Um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, there there are all kinds of national stories um, and, and bigger, you know, the Albert Pujols, the Aaron Judge stories. But for me, I have to look at one of my favorite players all time. That's Clayton Kershaw becomes the all-time leader for Dodger strikeouts. That was just a magical moment um, for a guy who I think is, you know, a figurehead of the team, my favorite active player. Um, so that was a really special moment. Um, is he sticking around? Man, I don't know. It it stresses me out the the thought of him pitching, and because it, it's either L.A. or Texas, that it's been that way for five years. The thought of him pitching in another jersey actually makes me nauseous. Um, you know, if that's what he wants to do, he wants to be close to the family. I'm never going to dog him. He can do nothing wrong in my head. Um, it would just make me sick. So I, I hope they find a way. Again, sign a blank check. I don't care. Give him Trevor Bowers $52 million. I don't care. Like, whatever he wants, do it. Um, so we'll see. It's it's really his decision to make. Um, but, yeah, just that was a really special moment. Just such a great season. I mean, I don't know if it was, like, the lockout tension or finally coming back to, like, a full season with fans and, like, the first real year back it felt like. Um just a, a remarkable season. Um, so just feel fortunate that we got to watch this. And it was so fun to cover this full season, wire to wire. I think we started the show nearly a full year ago at this point, covering the lockout and the free agency and spring ball and all the previews, getting all the way here, going wire to wire, 70 episodes. That that in itself has been really special and, and made me appreciate the game so much more. It really was an amazing season. Um, I mean, you pointed out a, a ton of great moments, um, and there are so many more. And I am looking now, ep- season one, episode one, came out on December 9th, which was just about 11 months ago. And for the first, I mean, I mean, if that came out on December 9th, the first four months, five months, uh, it was just lockout talk, um, battling through the lockout. Are we going to have a season? Who knows? And then all the magical moments, the Kershaw, the Miguel Cabrera, the Albert judge breaking the record, um, the, the brand new playoff format and capping it off with the deserving champion. Really a tremendous season. It was really a good season all around. Um, I can't wait for the next season. I, I I certainly expect a lot of similar teams to be in com- competition. I, um, but we'll see the moves that are made. I, I'm just super pumped. I already miss baseball. I'm ready for next season. There's nothing better than spring training starting and an opening day. Um, and, and the baseball doesn't have very long off season, you know, depending on what you count as the off season. So and I'll tell super you, I'm excited. Super- Super excited to see some of these young teams, the Guardians, the Mariners, see what that, you know, extra offseason of development does because the the future of the league is in such great hands. I mean, we have more dynamic superstars than we've ever had. You're going to get Tatis back on San Diego, and they're going to be a wagon. I mean, there's just so much to look forward to, so much promise in next season. Um, 
so really looking forward to that and and we'll wrap up here and you know we'll be we'll be back soon we will we'll get baseball soon it's like vin scully said you know and eventually you know winter will give way to spring and rest assured there will be dodger baseball again but in this case there will be all baseball again and that is a win for all of us i think that's well said and i think we can close it out at that episode 70 of rounding third the baseball podcast astros have their first title (laughs) 